Hello! And welcome to Three Imperial Eyes. And to our American friends, hello. Hey. Um, I am your host, Brayden Ledbetter. I'm your co-host, Jackson Delane. You're gonna you're gonna end up confusing people thinking that this like, is wait, wrong bat, it's batch report, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot we even did batch report. It's been so long. You know, I was thinking about ba- Bad Batch the other day and I was just like, Yeah, that was that was a whole that was a whole season we watched and we did. Kind of weird. Man, it's been like two years since Mandalorian season two, and like that blows my mind. No, it's been a year. Did it come out? It came out like twenty. Was it 2020? 2020, my I boy. thought it was like the end Season of 2019. Season two years ago. Oh, maybe that's what I saw on Time Twitter. is an illusion. I thought I saw something about the rescue being like two years old, or at least almost no. two years old, and I was just like, <gasps> I was like, no way. No, no, no. It's it's not even a year old yet, oh, okay. I don't think. So, anyway, um, we're here to talk about Star Wars news. <laughs> yeah, uh, my apologies. As always, uh, we, we just start monologuing as soon as we get on here, but... I think it's time to, before we get into all the news, we talk about our personal lives, the yeah. things that everybody loves to hear. Jackson, what's been going on with you? What has been going on with me? Not a whole lot because Thank I'm, you, Jackson. I'm playing Battlefield and Halo. That's all. That's all I do now. Mm. No Star Wars? I'm trying to think what I have been doing, what I got at Goodwill. Some books came in. Some other stuff, but I haven't gotten anything. Do you know anything about Smuggler's Run? Uh, it I, it's got a tag of for on on the Journey to the Force Awakens. So I'm like, okay, like it's like a it's like a Junior's novel, but it's it's about Han oh, and Chewie. Yeah, yeah, um, I hear those like they did like a Smuggler Smuggler Run one. They did a um, they did one with like Finn and Ray and Poe too. Oh, okay. um, it's like in that same run of like the junior novel things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't remember hearing much about them, but I don't think it would be like it wouldn't hurt to read more Star Wars. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Mm-hmm. Hell, I might get it if it's still there. I think it was the only thing. Uh, oh, what came in today? A, uh, a Darth Vader and Stormtrooper salt and pepper shaker. Um, and a oh it was a really cool it was a glass mug like a normal mug but it had like a travel lid with it and it was uh, TIE Fighter Blueprints oh cool yeah it was pretty cool it's really cool I'm probably gonna jump on that if, I, if it's still there I got a Vader TIE Fighter Blueprint right here I have my that background. I've gotta hang it up still but it's like they're not blueprints but they're like gold etchings of ships oh yeah you, you showed me those I'm supposed to I need to hang it up but I just gotta put more nails in my wall I don't wanna do that um, with that, uh, with that, that kind of like junior book run, that one with uh, with Finn, Ray, and Poe is um, before the Awakening. Oh, and that's then there's cool. there's like a Leia in Nianum one called um, called Moving Target, hmm. and then there's a Luke one, and it's called The Weapon of a Jedi. Interesting. I'll have to I'll have to check it out. So I I've I haven't heard much about them, but I remember always seeing them like at Target back in like 2015 yeah. when they were doing like their whole yeah, yeah, when they yeah. were pushing all the you know Journey of the Force <sighs> Awakens stuff. Man, what what was that <clears throat> thing they did during Force Awakens? Was that Star Star Wars Saturday? Star Wars? You know, what I'm oh, talking Force about? Friday. Force Friday. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that wasn't ju- that they. They've, I think they haven't done Force Friday since 2019, I believe. Because that, like every every Force Friday is whenever Friday's. they would release the 
like the new merch for like the mm. new movie that's coming out in like you know because it'd be like uh, it would always be in like September and then the movie release would be December so like we'd I, get all the toys I would and all have that stuff. Really, really bad insomnia, and I would just stay up some nights. And whenever that would happen, I would just just binge YouTube channels mm. and I would just watch Force Fridays until like four or five in the morning when I'm like, all right, I got to put my phone down. Like, like yeah. I got to stop. <laughs> yeah. I remember those days of just like, I haven't I done it in a long time, but like I used to like, especially around this time, like I would be in high school, like it would be a school night and I would just be staying up watching mm. Star Wars videos until like three mm. in the morning. Yep. It's like, what am I doing, yep. man? Um, burn and throw. Yep. But, uh, how are you? What, are you life, what are you doing? Yeah, nothing Star Wars wise much. It's disappointing. Um, I, I I keep saying it, but I think I'm actually going to commit to it. I'm going to get my Rebels rewatch started here very very soon. Hey, I got yo. a few days off this week because we got Thanksgiving coming up. Um, up. If you're if you're if you're listening to this right now on the day it releases, it is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate. Um, but. I'm going to commit. We're going to get our Rebels rewatch going. And then we can maybe bring back Cantina question mark. I'd be down. Wouldn't be bad. I'd be down. Um, and then, fun. you know, I, I had a, um, I had to pick up like a, not really pick up, but I was forced to work a shift in our warehouse, like packing, packing uh, orders that are going out. <laughs> but the, the good thing about that is I got to catch up on some Star Wars podcasts. Ah, what did you I listen have to? Listen- so I listen to my, my go-to Star Wars podcast all the time is Force Center with Ken Knapsack and Joseph Scrimshaw. Scrimshaw. Um, I've been listening to them for, God, 2015 probably since around then. Um, they just, they're like one of the most positive and just awesome Star Wars podcasts yeah, out there. Yeah. Like they go really deep and I think I've, I've said this before, but they really go, really go deep into like the themes and morality and like what star Wars means, like as a, as a energy force, you know, yeah, like it's yeah, like, yeah. it That's goes cool. that deep. It's force really cool. Center. Yeah. Force center. One word. If anybody's out there, this is my free plug for them. We're not getting paid, but we I know, just, right? I just like, really like, I force love center. how we're just naturally like into the star Wars podcasting universe. Yeah, man. So that's that's our job. Um, but I mean, there hasn't really been anything that I've done. I mean, because we did record. I mean, there hasn't been that much of a gap between our last episode and now, because we had to delay our last episode, unfortunately, because <laughs> Jackson uh, got hit by an earthquake, and in the middle of the episode, yeah, I don't think we ever actually uh, talked. We about didn't address it, it really. But I, in the middle of the episode, uh, Jackson just my, cut off. My my <laughs> power went out. My we thought we lost it. An earthquake hit about an hour and a half away from me, and it knocked out about half of um, Cape Girardeau, where I'm where I'm where I live, and. Um, People are gonna like send me mail now. Um, oh yeah, we're so we're such a big podcast. We're gonna get so yeah, much fan right. mail. Hey, Ruffle, my boy. I know you're listening. Is that how you say it? I don't care. But anyway, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, knocked out like half the half the city's power for like two hours, and we sat and candle candle lit. And uh, oh man, I was I was I was pissed. I was thought chicken and like. <laughs> dinner plans and dang dude yeah uh, you, but you know what it's i'm glad it saved uh saved our recording i could have been yeah i could have been we were, that could have uh, been like remember our very first cantina very first cantina when i, I got to talk about i got it. diagnosed with covid and i didn't I record talk half it. the episode <laughs> 
That was rough. Yeah, um, that's another Classic. little behind the scenes, a little behind the scenes sneak peek for everybody who's listening and has listened to our first Imperial Cantina with Chase Youngwalter, um, who also stars in my short film Race, by the way. I peep that. But uh, I shot BTS for following that photography. Shot BTS for yes. Um, but on that episode, it was our first Imperial Cantina. We were so excited. We were getting drunk, talking about A New Hope. Halfway through, something happens. Something happens, and Jackson's audio just stops recording. Uh, um, um, I, I think I unplugged my headphones for a brief second, and yeah, it there stopped was some my kind recording. of there was something it, that was when you were recording from your iPad, still, wasn't it? Glory days, yeah. So those that was the those are the old days. Um, <laughs> two months ago, um, but. Yeah, that was that was rough, and then we had to like get on the next morning, hungover, and like pretend like it's still uh-huh. the next day. Uh-huh. Uh, that was rough, but and uh, have the same conversation that we had just had. Like it was so like weird, and yeah, like was- <laughs> we, we got some good stuff out of it, but like a lot of it was just like us having to repeat the points we made still, and like I had to write out a whole outline. Oh, that was rough, but a uh, uh, little little bit of trivia for everybody who has listened to that episode. Yeah, right. Um, I, we hope we fooled. You on <laughs> that being a genuine conversation in the last half there. Um, Someone's like, they, anyway, they didn't. But <laughs> yeah, we got some we got some news to get to um, this week. Not a crazy amount, as Jackson would say, but some news nonetheless. What is our first story here? So, um, all you Rebels fans, I know we were just talking about it. Um, the Ahsoka series has cast its first um, Natasha Leo Bordizo as Sabine Wren. Yay! Um, Deadline confirmed that Natasha um, was selected to portray Sabine Wren, the Tuck, the I'm sorry, the young, the Tuck, the Tuck. I read Tuck and Young at the same time. <laughs> the young tech savvy Mandalorian with a flair for the artistic side. Uh, she's also the one who designed the Rebel insignia that they ended up, you know, that's right, putting everywhere. Uh, pre-production of the series is already underway, with deadline indicating that production will officially begin in March 2022, with a release in 2023, most likely. Um, aside from Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano and Natasha Leo Bordizo as Sabine Wren, Hayden Christensen is also going to be appearing as Anakin Skywalker. Said to be appearing. Said, said to be, I'm sorry, yeah, said to be appearing as Anakin Skywalker as part of the show's cast. Um, pretty rad. Not surprised whatsoever. Um my question is, do you think she's the only Rebels character who's going to show up besides Ezra Thrawn? Besides Ezra, I don't know. I think it would be I think it would be really cool. We're getting the gang back together. We're going to go find the boy. I think it would be really freaking cool if we got Zeb in there, dude. I think it'd be cool if we got Zeb in there too. Ooh. A little bit of chop, Ooh. a little bit of chop. I think I think Chop and Hera are probably the very much most likely, especially seeing them in Bad Batch. Um, Dude, what if we get a live action Star Wars Rebels cast? I kind of think that's what like Rebels 2 is going to be. Is, the, is, is almost, I have two theories. It's either that's what Ahsoka is going to be, or if that's not what Ahsoka is, that's what Ahsoka is setting up. Mm. And they're going to do a live action Rebels and it'll be the continuation of the story. That they're, I think, gonna try and like, how cool would that be? Re-explain and re-amp and continue with Ahsoka, maybe Mandalorian season three, yeah, and just build it even more to eventually leading to the sequels. Yeah, I think this kind of confirms though that this Ahsoka series kind of is this 
like you were saying, like Rebels, the sequel, like Rebels yeah. 2, like I think we're, we're getting this uh, Ahsoka and Sabine uh-huh. kind of going out looking for Ezra and Thrawn, and I think they're going to end up finding Ezra and Thrawn, and I think there's going to mm. be some kind of twist, so- something that, that has to do with Ezra, um, and I think it will be, it's going to be big. I think it's going to be big because we have a story with uh, a little later in the episode here with uh, Filoni talking about Ahsoka a little a little more in depth. But um, I think we got big things coming for Ahsoka for sure. Um, okay, so <clears throat> spoilers, I guess, if you haven't watched Rebels, but uh, or we probably spoiled that tons of times already. But um, okay. the last episode, the last scene, really, when it's Ahsoka and Sabine going off after mm-hmm. the war how long is that after the war it, it is i think it's like directly after the battle of that's endor what i thought too was that it, it's like immediately after so i almost wonder if they did it already it failed and they gave up and either ahsoka is her like finding hope again or ahsoka is her like hell bent on continuing it yeah and I think even, you know, I think Sabine could maybe be the one who brings Ahsoka back into the into yeah. the fold of trying to find Ezra. Like maybe, you know, Ahsoka kind of got got away from that. Like, like we see in Mandalorian, I think we're going to see kind of... I don't know though because she does say where's Grand Admiral Thrawn. I in think Thrawn is is the is they're doing the heir to the Empire and he is he is pulling the strings of the First Order. I don't know about that, I but think I think he is who turns it into a. Or maybe he's maybe he's also behind the Final Order that we see in the Rise of Skywalker. That could be true. That could be very fair. Because mm-hmm. I I just think that he is planning like the the um like military side of it is he's ramping up the empire to become strong again to step into the first order which i guess the question is i haven't read any of the canon thrawn books um i want to read the uh imperial trilogy which is like the earlier ones the thrawn allegiances alliances and betrayal um because they're on the the Ascendancy series now, which is, um, oh right, they're on like a new trilogy. They're they're on the third Thrawn trilogy now. Yeah, yeah, of the new canon. But it's yeah, yeah. the second of the canon. Yes, it's the right, second yeah, of the yeah. canon. But that last book just came out. That's um, right. Yeah, Thrawn Ascendancy is it? Lesser Evil, I think it's called. Lesser Evil Ascendancy. No. Which one is that? Is well, Ascendancy is like the series name. And then gotcha, it's, gotcha, it's, gotcha. Yeah, it's yeah. Thrawn Ascendancy. Greater, maybe greater goods, the one that just came out. Lesser evil is too. I can't remember. I don't gotcha. know. Anyway, as you know, we know a lot about the yeah, Thrawn series. I can only assume that that like Thrawn is like buddy buddy with the Emperor, so he must know of some plan to eventually bring Palpatine into the First Order as Snoke and utilize Ben Solo as Kylo Ren and and all that. I need to read the 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 rise of kylo ren too because i want to know how he gets involved with the first order because the knights of ren aren't that so like what is what brings him to the this you know 
second government trying to move forward. And how is that going to play look it with up, um, Just so it, it seems like we know what we're talking about. Um, Thrawn, Thrawn Alliances, and Thrawn Treason was the Treason, first trilogy. And then we got the Star Wars Ascendancy, not Star Wars, Star Wars Ascendancy Trilogy, which is Thrawn. And that's um, Ascendancy Chaos Rising, Ascendancy Greater Good, okay. and obviously we got Lesser Evil. So Lesser uh, Evil is the new coming, one. That ju- just came out like, yeah, like last week. week ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, right. That's what's going on there. Anyway, I want to read that first one, the the Imperial Trilogy. And if I, if I think it's good enough, I'll continue it. But you know what? Timmy Zahn's done the whole thing. He's, yeah, written, he's written... That's his character. One. Yeah, right. You can't touch um, it. I wonder how involved he's going to be in the Ahsoka series at all, if he is. Or if he's I guess it like, depends right, Dave, on go. what Thrawn's been doing in the last couple years. Yeah, I guess because they have to tie it into the canon, well, obviously. They like, could very much just, I bet you pull some strings and then it gives Timmy uh, uh, a new trilogy to write. That'd be cool. And they're just like, hey, keep going. Just keep doing or do it. You think, or do you think this will be a way to kill off Thrawn well, is in live action? That, that is very true. That is very true because we know everything before now. Yeah, yeah. Like this news book is literally like the last, the last chapter of everything. So they can yeah, only go so. forward, and it depends on how far they want to go forward. I don't know. Uh, I guess that like it depends on the fans' reaction of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do they care about that? Yeah. Before we move on, um, kind of staying on the Ahsoka thing. What is one thing that you need to see in in Ahsoka? the show what is one thing that like you're on on your wish list that you need to see rex rex, rex. live action rex i just do you th- i think we're getting that in kenobi though uh maybe that'd be that'd be just as cool but i'm telling you old tem is gonna be pretty that white beard mm. 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 yeah no i'm rex most likely and if not that hera i would really like to see hera so do you just want to see characters show up? There's not like anything you need to see happen. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty open minded with what Ahsoka is going to be. I can only expect it to be rebel stuff. I, I'm yeah. not yet set on like Ahsoka and Luke meeting because I think if that happens, that's going to be in like Mando season three. I don't know. And you, you can't know? throw Luke into every yeah you every don't, show. You don't need to. Luke doesn't you don't need, to be need a that. Part of this. Yet, it'd be cool know? but like it's not something that i'm like this has got to happen yeah you know yeah um i w- i definitely need to see the the sabine ezra reunion yeah well oh like, yeah absolutely i need to see the reunion with with everyone yeah man I, that's i would love to see it in a flashback honestly i would love to see live action kanan that'd be nice i know but if that's it does, if it's that's not needed the thing, but like but like even then like I feel like it's all of Freddy these Prince. shows that are coming up are like banking off of seeing the flashbacks. Oh yeah. And I, I, I am 50, 50 on if Ahsoka is going to be only rebel flashbacks or if it's going to be like the rebels. Yeah. I don't know, man. So well, let's move cool. on. moving, moving right along here. We got Kathleen Kennedy talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi um, and the reunion between Hayden and Ewan. And she also talks a little bit about the sequel trilogy heroes and the future of those characters. So speaking with Empire, Kennedy had this to say about the Kenobi reunion of Ewan and Hayden. 
She says, quote, they hadn't seen one another in a long time, and I was surprised at just how incredibly emotional it was for each of them to find themselves back in these roles and just realizing how important Star Wars was to each of them. It was the beginning of their careers. And then she briefly turned her sights to the future of the young heroes of the sequel trilogy. Um, she says, quote, certainly those are not characters we're going to forget. They will live on. And those characters are conversations that are those characters. I just slipped in the word characters. And those are conversations that are going on with a creative team as well. So, Jackson, I, I ask this to you. Are we getting a sequel era piece of content in the next five years. Yes. With, with, with those, the main three characters from the sequel trilogy. Yes. Only one though, but I bet you we will get two to three sequel era something. Hmm. Yeah, I, I is I want that a lot. Um, I low key, high key would kind of love a uh, a, a, a a black spire show. Mm. Like, there's a book about it. I would love a show about that. I have not read the book. I haven't either. But it's 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 because uh, Galaxy's Edge takes place in between seven or eight and nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember when there was those little whisperings about a Finn series. I wouldn't be opposed. I wonder if because she says that we're having these talks with the creative team right now. Um, do you think we're gonna get like a? I know people who either would. a Finn series or a even i i don't think it would happen but like a post series would be really cool i know people who would gut me like a fish for saying this but what if you just turned the new jedi order book series into ray finn and poe it's mm. it's different original characters that you can pull off fun little twists with while also advancing characters that we haven't seen before and still giving you a I say a fan service because Star Wars likes doing the callback thing you know so you do like the yeah. story of the new Jedi Order and you give like characters yeah, like Kyle Katarn and like you could bring these people in just you just <laughs> jump them a year you know yeah and people tend to hear the word fan service and think of it as a bad word i, I don't think fan service is bad at all you can play with it all you want just don't don't make it the whole thing just don't make it dependent on fan yeah, service yeah, which yeah, i don't yeah. think star wars has done at all no. but um yeah um very interesting stuff and then kind of backtracking here to this the quote she has about ewan and hayden i i really hope that we get some cool behind the scenes stuff of like kind of seeing their you know initial uh -huh. reunion of like getting to work together again for the first time in 15 years and you know working together on set and like seeing that dynamic between them kind of rekindling it'd be really cool to see like a i think they will because like the the disney galleries things i think they're gonna have one for all these live action oh, shows oh, not just absolutely. mandalorian yeah 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 um so yeah i think because they've been doing it for the marvel shows and movies and stuff um so yeah i really hope that we get some really juicy behind the scenes stuff uh for the kenobi series because that is one that Dude. that has been the most anticipated star wars anything that's coming oh, out in yeah, the next 100%. year that's even on the slate so that'll be very exciting to see and i hope you and hayden 
are having fun or have had fun I bet shooting. You they, I bet you they the had Kenobi. a blast. I bet you those scenes are going to be just like top notch acting. Like the Dude. the the emotion they're going to give it. Oh, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be so yeah, good. Especially be one Hayden learning what he has learned from working with George in the prequels and like. I, I hate to say this, but kind of just like seeing the reaction his performance got and because that's got to be well, discouraging. And, and and I say this on the sense of like acting as well. Like uh, I obviously didn't play Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader, but like I'm always criticizing my work, I'm always finding yeah. things about my work and advancing upon and changing it. But in, instead of the, you know, dwelling on the past, I push it into my new work. I can only imagine he does the same, especially being under the direction of Deborah Chow. I mean, Absolutely. come on, I mean, come on, dude. He's going to be a good Darth Vader because I love seeing this like the I loved seeing the emotional side of Vader that like it's just hints of Anakin. Yeah. Love it. It's going to be good. It's going to be incredible. Good stuff. Good Mo- stuff. What is next? Moving on here. Um, Empire Magazine has revealed exclusive images and interviews from the Book of Boba Fett. More of my boy Boba. Love it. Um, last week, Empire Bobby. Magazine released their cover for the January 2022 issue, which will be focused on the Book of Boba Fett. Um, they released some snippets of the interviews, including uh, some from John Favreau, who told Empire about BOBF. Quote, there is a power vacuum because Jabba is gone. Jabba has clearly Jabba was clearly a very strong and imposing leader who people were very scared of and who seemed to rule with an iron fist. You pull somebody out like that out of the ecosystem of Tatooine and hut space in general, you have the opportunity that's ripe in the gangster genre. Although Boba Fett is a very experienced bounty hunter, he's not an experienced at running a criminal syndicate or managing forces. He's not normally a newcomer. He's an expert as we see him in most areas, but in this case, he's trying to transition to another position, end quote. Um... <clears throat> The uh, issue will be a special release in January 2022, uh, and the show itself will start streaming December 29th. I kind of love this. This mm. this puts in words the remember my boba rant last week. Yeah, this puts in words that of of understanding this transition of it's boba trying his hand in something that he's not used to, mm-hmm. and I love that. Yeah, dude. Um, it's it's not really something I've ever thought about. Where it's like, yeah, Bubba's cool. He's badass and all, but he hasn't really run a crime syndicate before. He has interests. He has he he has things he wants to grow himself into, and like that's how he's achieving it. I I love the uh, addressing what happens because Jabba's dead now. Yeah, you know, like that's a big deal. Like, given like, especially with the huts, and, and uh, I guess we don't know, but Jabba's not the last of the huts. The huts were a big well, family. Huts. Yeah, the yeah, huts are a big huts family. Out there, man. So I wonder. Yeah, how... I think. Um, I don't think the huts are going to be too happy with uh, Boba taking Jabba's I, I place. I would like to see more live action huts um, because Clone Wars plays yeah, into man. that. Uh, the High Republic comics really play into that. The huts are a big deal um, mm, yeah. in dealing with the Drengear. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> huge deal in dealing with Drengear. But, um, Dude, what if we get some live action? I know. And like, they're little like, they're little like floating like, like things that they have. <laughs> they like zoom up and. 
yelling cool. at them in hoodies. No, I'm very excited. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be, this is really cool. Uh, um, I've really become a good admirer of John Favreau and, uh, I, I trust him with my life. I think he's going to do a great job. Him and Filoni knock it out of the park every time. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll be really exciting finally seeing live action Star Wars, new, new live action Star Wars footage for the first time in two years. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think for like sure. just that spectacle alone is like, You're like wow. yes, finally, <laughs> you know, um, Indian. yeah, very exciting stuff. And I'm, I'm excited to just to dig into, you know, I think we're going to learn some stuff about Boba Fett that we don't, that we don't know or didn't expect to learn. I'm excited. That's all I'm going to say. He's going to fail. Um, Kind of piggybacking off of that, they have also released a quote from Dave Filoni in the, this Empire Star Wars issue, where he doesn't talk about Book of Boba Fett, but he does talk about the Ahsoka series. And this is what he touched on when he's talking about the process of working on this Ahsoka series so far. He says, quote, it's thrilling. I got to tell you, it's something you imagine doing for a long time. And then it's kind of startling when you're just sitting there and now you have to do it. Um, I thought of this adventure for Ahsoka for a long time, and it's interesting to see how it's evolved. Years ago, I never would have imagined that it was sprung from a branch of a tree that had anything to do with a guy like Din Djarin or a child that looks like Yoda. It's a great lesson for me on how and when you have other creatives like John Favreau that can help you lend such dimension and depth to what you're doing. Um, obviously, according to Empire, Afloni is still writing the series which is crazy because like this time last year, he was also reported to be still writing the series. Um, so we have, and then we have principal photogra- photography, obviously rumored to be beginning in March, but um, you know, super cool to see him talking about Ahsoka having this Ahsoka having this kind of set planned story that he's had in his head for so long and he's finally getting to finish it mm-hmm. because he thought he was done whenever they canceled clone wars yeah um and that must have been devastating for him but the fact that he gets to actually continue on especially in live action is super cool um and you know getting to explore and ex- explore with with his character and just there who knows like at this point who knows yeah, right. What's going to happen? I mean, so exciting. So exciting for Ahsoka. What do you think about Dave Filoni's comments here? Um, I keep thinking of the Clone Wars, like season seven ending. And I think about where did Dave think he was going to be taking this moving forward? Because he, by the time that premiered, you know... He, he was working, working on, on Mando and all that. Yeah. So he, he, he must've known that he was going to go more. So, um, I don't blame him for being, for writing for, you know, a good minute now. Like I bet you, I bet you he is, he is trying his absolute hardest to advance this character in a way. Um, yeah, dude, Ahsoka's his baby. Absolutely. And I, I think too, because the Mando appearance, um, got kind of a, uh, a different review, a different, uh, reaction, you know, like people liked it and loved it and enjoyed it, but everyone, the people were, I remember people were criticizing the costume and that kind of got a good amount of attention for a minute. And, um, so I, I, yeah, I there were some, there were some, I mean, at least for me, there was some character design stuff that I was like, eh, yeah, okay. which like, you know, it happens. It'd be like that. Yeah. Um, and I, especially seeing a new act, 
actress play um, Ahsoka and seeing it change. Sure. I, I think yeah. he is trying to really uh, give give the change and focus and work that he put in with the animated Ahsoka into mm-hmm. this new live action Ahsoka and kind of prove the point he did earlier, prove the same point he did before. He can, he's right. it's still the same thing. Um, and I think, yeah, I think he'll knock it out of the park. He's going to do great. Yeah. I think, like I said, the top of the episode, we're in for some good stuff. Do you think Din and roll well, not Grogu, but do you think Din, <laughs> do you think Din's going to show up in Ahsoka? Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? Um, I don't think he needs to. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be mad if he does, but I just don't see a need for Din in this story because it seems they're kind of going their separate ways here. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, the the reason she was in The Mandalorian was to kind of like take Grogu, like give put Grogu into the right hands. And, you know, now, now that Grogu is in the right hands with Luke Skywalker... You don't really have a need for Din to be with Ahsoka or contact Ahsoka even. Um, do you think he'll be in Book of Boba Fett? I think he's Din? in the trailer. <laughs> you do? I think that's his voice. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, Maybe. It might be changed up, but like... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I like. I think it's cool. It would be cool. But I'm not like... I'm not one of those people who's like dying to see Din Djarin and everything. No, like, I, I agree. Think, I think he's cool in the Mandalorian. Uh, I like starving he, myself out till the Mandalorian. Yeah. I think he, he's cool in the Mandalorian and he does some really, he has some really cool character things and like has a really cool path in Mandalorian. I don't know if I need to see him in every other live action show. You yeah, know? I agree. Um, but again, if they can make it work in a, in a very interesting, cool way, I'm down, man. Um, anyway, what do we have as our for our last news story today? Our final piece today, our good boy Ludwig Göransson has gotten a Grammy nomination for his score of the Mandalorian season two soundtrack. Uh, he was nominated for best score soundtrack for a visual media nomination in the in this year's Grammys, uh, specifically for season two, volume two soundtrack, which encompasses episodes thirteen through sixteen. Um, Goranson has previously won three Grammys back in twenty eighteen. Uh, he won best score soundtrack for categories of Black Panther. Um, the other two were for his involvement in writing Donald Glover's This Is a America. Uh, in total, this is his eighth Grammy nomination. Um, 100% this is because of Dark Troopers. Dark Troopers? If that didn't become a meme on TikTok, I don't think this would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you know, the, the music, it's like, I, I think... With it being specifically for episodes 13 through 16, I think there's a lot of great moments in there with, you know, with the rescue um, and especially with, you know, the what is the Boba Fett episode called? Uh, The tragedy. The tragedy. That's that's one of my favorites is the new Boba theme. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you do you think we can expect a, a Grammy win? Who's he? Who's he up against? Oh, I'm not entirely sure. Let me do a quick. Let me do a quick search. I'm so sorry, but let me do it. Oh uh, my god! Uh, oh my god! Jackson, not live on air. I am. 
What was it for? Um, it it is for best score soundtrack for visual media. Okay. Best score. He's up against probably like Eminem. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I I've always been kind of I do like the Mandalorian um, soundtrack a lot, and I like what he has brought to like the vibe of you know, this new version of star Wars music. There's just something in me that misses John Williams and the Mandalorian. There's just something that there's, there's something that I'm just like, but where's that, that where's that Williams charm that I, I love uh, that I, Kevin Kiner is so good uh, at mimicking. I like, uh, expanding star Wars music. I see. Well, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. But I just like personal taste. I just always have this, I I always have this yeah, but it's not John Williams, and I I shouldn't be like that. Like I I know that John Williams is going to be alive forever to Rick score Star Wars. God, what even is American Roots music? I'm just trying to find visual media. Yeah, I got <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he is still trying to figure oh, out I what our competition all right, is. All right, all right, all right, all right. Best, uh, he is up against. Let me confirm this just to find it. Um, okay, he's up against uh, Bridgerton. Dune, The Queen's Gambit, and Soul. Uh, unfortunately, I think Dune's got that I one. I think Dune's got that one. Sorry, yeah. but you know what? You got the other ones. It's okay. He, he dude, brother got the the Black Panther one. I think we're good. Um, cool, but man. <laughs> I feel like. This like these past two like these past two news stories we've gone through, I've I've been like zoning out. We end up rambling. Yeah, no, like not even just rambling. Like I know what I'm talking about, but like I'm just at that point of the night because we're recording this so late, like later than a little than usually than yeah, usual. No, I, I can't even speak. As you can tell, I can't even speak. Uh, um, I love how we're having this conversation still while recording. <laughs> oh yeah, we're going to we're going to keep this all in. This is great. It's, it's transparency. I, I, I want to promote this episode as the unhinged episode. The unhinged episode. And because like, you know, only like 5 people listen to these episodes anyway, hey, you know so what? like there I are really fans. There are fans. So like if you're one of the 5 people who listen to these episodes, thank you. Thank you. It's just our excuse to talk about Star Wars. Might as well record it, you know. Why not? You know, you know unhinged. Why, why not make like two two cents every four weeks? Why not from give it? each other wet willies? Wanna? <laughs> <laughs> Mario Jackson, come here. Um, anyway, I think that just about does us. Sorry, guys. This <laughs> this unhinged week, you can tell that we are just dying to be done with work and have Thanksgiving, but. Look at this. It's Thursday. It's Thanksgiving for you guys. Um, I hope you guys have a very safe, happy holiday. Um, and if you don't, then don't. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's, That's the episode. It. That's it. Do we don't uh, want to plug anything. Honestly, I kind of love this. <laughs> cutting it off right there. Just cut it there. No, we got to plug our stuff. We got to plug our stuff. <laughs> If you would like to check us out on the social medias, you can always do that on Instagram at Through Imperialized Pod, Twitter at Imperialized Pod, and YouTube. Uh, you can just search up Through Imperialized Podcast. Uh, Jackson, where can they find you? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at Quacks and Scalene, uh, Q U A C K S O N, and Scalene like the triangle. Um, 
I'm more active on there, I may follow you back. But I also have a photography Instagram, which is uh, D-A-L-E-E-N underscore photography. It's my last name, David. Braden, what about you? Hey, you listening. Are you driving right now, listening to this podcast? Well, if you are, check under your passenger seat. uh, I'm right there. (laughs) Oh my God, he's like, hi. Hi. Just kidding. I wasn't there, was I? Gotcha. You're so gullible. Look at you laughing in your car. You just, now, you, you glitched. Hold on, when you hold said on, Jackson. Gotcha. Jackson, I swear. Stop it. Two voices, I'm scared. Jackson. What? Also, if you're listening to this in your car right now and you're like, what the heck? I just checked under my passenger seat and you weren't there. Oh, yeah? Pull over, check in your trunk. Gotcha. <laughs> Wasn't there. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Um, if you like to find me on the social medias, however, you can always find me on Instagram at Braden Ledbetter. You can always find me on the Twits at Braydathlon. And of course, if you would like to check out what I'm doing in the video world for my work life, you can check me out in my work at Vat19 on YouTube. And do not be shy. Please go to our Anchor and our Apple and our whatever you got. Subscribe, leave that rating, leave that review. Helps us know that you like what we're doing. If you don't like what we're doing, why are you here? Honestly, why? Stop listening. But we like you or still, don't. even Please if you don't like the us. So we, we take every second of your appreciation. Yeah, if, if only playtime was was counted into our in our earnings. I, I didn't process playtime as like audio play. Ooh. I thought you meant like a little. There are playtimes play after this, Jackson. Like, Who, um, who's playing? This is people are have already right, turned the episode off. Recess throws on through Imperial. Eyes. Dude, people have turned the episode off by now. So like we we can just sit here and talk about whatever for the next that. thirty minutes. I and I don't want to. I gotta make dinner. Oh man, you gotta make dinner, dude. I'm I'm over here drinking my my. My St. Louis Breadco watered-down Diet Pepsi. Gross. I have um, an empty... You know what? Here we go. An empty McAllister's cup. Everyone's like... Everyone who did stick around right now is like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> the, the theme music in the background... they look at their phone and see it's got like another 50 minutes of the episode. The theme music in the background is, has been looping for like 20 minutes now. Um, so in, just a little bit of ASMR. I have these wasabi peas on my desk right here. I'm gonna take a bite into the microphone for some ASMR. Here we go. I Ready? Time, I want time. Shh, gave shh, Jackson. Jackson. That's enough. Here we go. It's stressed me out while you eat that. That's yeah. spicy. It's wasabi. I one time gave a dog wasabi. No hot. It's a little hot. <laughs> wait, like peas, like crunchy peas. Oh yeah, dude. They're dried peas with wasabi. On them, and they're crunchy. Anyway, wow. until next week, when we talk about some more Star Wars news, and I eat some more wasabi peas and cry <laughs> on air. May the force be with you. <laughs>